0: the payoff welcome to an all new episode of the payoff i'm tom that's jeff flair orton cage taboo tuesday i know how you feel about fan voting so this must be exciting for you I'm excited it was the, really the first poor test of this uh way of doing it We're doing it on a Tuesday like yeah well'm I'm, I'm pumped to cover this one, man. um not a long match, but I, one of the things that caught my eyes I was prepping for this is that this was the main event. That's right. I actually, went on after uh Hogan, uh Hogan, um after Triple H, uh, Triple yeah. H and, and Shawn Michaels. I thought that was really interesting. So um, yeah, we'll we'll get into this, but I'm I'm assuming the build for this is pretty good. Obviously, these guys were intertwined at this time. Um, there's there's a number of things I wanted to talk about during this, but again, it's a, a short match. But I'm guessing it's going to be really entertaining because you know they had, they were in the main event spot, so t- typically brings out the best in guys. So if it's okay mm-hmm. with you, I say we jump right into it. Let's jump right in, man. All right, it's time for the build. Oh it's time for the build so Taboo Tuesday 2004 Um, they did this against this wasn't the only Taboo Tuesday Um, but you know this whole kind of cyber Sunday type thing where fans vote on how each match should uh, be stipulated or who should be in matches and You know, Bruce Prichard swears up and down that this was all completely legitimate voting. So um, let's get into what happened on the card. Uh, We had a dark match of Sergeant Slaughter defeating Muhammad Hassan, if you can believe that, in two minutes by disqualification. Uh, Shelton Benjamin is going to defeat Chris Jericho to win the IC title. Trish Trish Strash is going to keep the women's championship uh, in a Fulfill Your Fantasy battle royal uh, that involved Nydia, Jazz, Victoria, Gail Kim, uh, Molly Holly, Stacy Keebler. So, yeah, interesting match there. Uh, Gene Snitsky is going to defeat Kane in a Weapons of Choice match. These two went 14 minutes, if you can believe that. Eugene defeats Eric Bischoff in Choose the Losers Fate match in two minutes. Edge and Benoit are going to defeat Les Resistance. By submission to win the World Tag Team Championships, Christy Hemi defeats Carmella. Different Carmella than we're thinking of. I don't know who that Carm. Yeah. That Carmella yeah. was Carmella Garcia, an American model who was a Playboy magazine Miss April two thousand and three. Uh, also- search contestant. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember her at all. Uh, minute forty-eight lingerie pillow fight. Triple H is going to retain his World Heavyweight Championship, defeating Shawn Michaels in 14 minutes. I don't know if there's a stipulation or or what that was. And then our main event, Flair and Orton, steel cage match. Um, so there you go. Uh, what was the build to this match, man? Yeah, I'll talk about the being on a Tuesday night. I'll talk about what some kind of external factors. There was some baseball that played into this. I'll talk about during the match and how it kind of affected the buy rate on this one. But Um, This was the first time the fans were given the chance to vote on stipulations for a match. Like we said, Um, the voting actually started October 18th, which was the day before. (laughs) So there's your first problem amongst a lot of things. But it ended. It actually was during that Raw and ended during Raw. Like, just why? You know, I guess it was the early days, not even the early days of the Internet, but, you know, maybe. We were still using AOL discs, but um, it was moved eventually, of course, to the more traditional Sunday night became Cyber Sunday. But the main on this one main event on this one, of course, being Orton and Flair. Um, and they the determining factors was, was the Steel Cage match, a false count anywhere match or a submission match. You figure how they were doing the voting on this one. They obviously knew everything on how they were going to do this. They could do the percentages however they wanted. Um, but the Steel Cage won by a landslide, 68 percent false count anywhere was 20%. The submission match was 12%. So that's how we got the steel cage stipulation on this one. Um, It was a few weeks prior to this on raw. Actually, you had Orton, Uh, He was originally going to face Triple H at Taboo Tuesday if he was able to win a match against Batista, but he lost because of interference from Flair. Of course, Orton then blaming the loss on Flair, which, yes, a week after that, you had Orton commenting that, you know, no matter what Flair had done, um, that you know, screw him like that, you know, he was still hurt, you know, he called Triple H the greatest wrestler of all time instead of flair, just really kind of on the work or on the mic work. And so uh and this was of course when Orton was the legend killer because he had beaten Shawn Michaels, he had beaten Mick Foley, but um like Flair, though the mic work on this one was that those weren't true legends, which how can you say that about Shawn Michaels? But, anyways, like, you know, um, you know, that he won't be a true legend killer until he beats Flair. And so Flair saying that he and Orton would meet at that match on taboo Tuesday, and that the fans would be able to. So it's really just a kind of it was supposed to be Triple H, she lost, we're getting Flair. Like we're telling the story here about being the legend killer. So that's a big part of this is like Orton having to try and beat Flair so that he can be the legend killer. Um, and we get this match after the vote. Now, like I said, I'll talk a little bit more about the stipulation after or during, but yeah, that's where we're at. Cool. All right. You're ready to jump into this. I'm getting pulled up again. Let's do it. Two hour, 36 minute mark. Two hour, 36 minute mark. Taboo Tuesday, 2004. Jeff, are you ready? I am pulled up. Let's do this. All right. It's time for the payoff. Oh, it's time for the payoff. All right. So that's a big ass Randy Orton banner back there. Jesus cage yeah. coming down. So steel cage wins out over falls count anywhere and submission, which I never understood. I, I always think falls count anywhere would be more fun than nah, steel cage matches to me. Just, feel so limiting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, you know, obviously there's been some good ones over the years. Um, uh, the the voting for this was a little uninspired in my mind. Uh, the opponent for Chris Jericho, which Shelton won, there were actually 15 options. Yep. Um, it, it, most closely beating out, but it, this is how you can see how screwed he beat out Batista and Jonathan Coachman is the yeah. number in one, two, three. Like, come on. Uh, Fulfill your fantasy bow royal, schoolgirl. One out over French maid and nurse outfit. Sure. Can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, Weapon of choice, chain one over steel chair and lead pipe. I like that. It's a little different. We don't see the chain very often. Eugene Bischoff, the pick the fate of the loser, uh, shaving their head one pretty easily over wearing a dress or being the winner's servant. Christy Hemi match was a lingerie pillow fight over an evening gown match or an aerobics challenge. The Triple H, the stipulation there was just that you got to pick who he wrestled against. So Sean won out over Edge and Benoit. So Close one, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, it's interesting. Yeah. So, you guys, they both tried to climb out already. Flares are – Oh, huge low blow there from flair <laughs> not trying to hide it at all apparently this is a no dq match too um yeah so this one of course calling it taboo tuesday it was on a tuesday which feels weird to say like hey do this and also like i think they had a great idea but just no idea how to implement it because all like i said all the voting was done the day before on raw like during the show and so if you were like even if you had like taped it and didn't watch it you weren't You know, there was no DVR back then in 2004, Um, and Orton already kind of gushing blood. Um, Yeah, and so you would have missed out on the voting. Like nowadays, we would think like you'd give it like the better part of a couple weeks to vote, and even if they fudge the vote at that point, like that's perfectly fine. But here was the weird thing, and I I wanted to look this up. So this was a thirty five dollar pay per view on a Tuesday night. I mean, it wasn't even like I mean, put it this way: take every pay per view this year. That AEW and WWE does, I bet you anything that every single one of them was significantly better than this show. Yeah. And so this was some of these pay per views just sucked. Like, who was paying $35 for this? So too, because of when this was on a Tuesday night, and they obviously learned their lesson on this one, the attendance was only about $3,500. And they said uh Taboo Tuesday grossed over 215,000 in ticket sales from 3,500 people and received 174,000 pay-per-view buys, like just nothing now. For comparison's sake, the same arena two and a half years before this, which would have been no way out 2002, brought in 15,000 people. And so we're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So it's not like we're in Omaha or we're not in like Wichita, like we're in a big city. And so there shouldn't be any reason that this isn't happening. But one of the weird external factor, and like, I kept seeing this in like notes everywhere. So I had to dig a little bit on it. And so I'm just going to read this, but it kind of speaks to why the pay-per-view did so poorly. Um, Mm -hmm. In the final effort to hype Taboo Tuesday, WWE ran into the stiffest competition for viewership other than perhaps the Super Bowl, a dramatic extra innings MLB playoff game between the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees. The baseball game, which drew the rate which drew triple the rating the previous Monday baseball playoff game drew, entered extra innings just as Raw began and didn't end until two hours into Raw. Viewers may have been reluctant to switch away from the game because they were often men on base and the game was one swing away from being over. Fortunately for WWE, the game ended just in time for the usual raw viewers to check out the overrun, featuring an angle with Ed, Shawn Michaels, and Chris Benoit. Unfortunately for WWE, the baseball and baseball ended with the Red Sox winning, meaning meaning rather than the series ending, the game six the next day would go head to head with the pay-per-view itself. Raw drew a 3.0 rating down from the previous week to 3.4. Taboo Tuesday's buy rate may have been cut substantially by fans of both WWE and baseball who chose to watch game six of the baseball playoffs and bypass what they believed was a skippable WWE event. One fourth of respondents to our poll said that they would normally order pay-per-view events, but up against, uh, but explicitly said because of the baseball game, they were going to watch that instead. So I I think why, like, why do a pay-per-view on a Tuesday? I think that's just, idiotic to begin with um and so you've got that to deal with but then also like yeah you got to look at that external factor of and this was a baseball was way hotter than it is today um and so you got flared pants getting pulled down as well too here as it's trying to climb out um and so yeah i again i i feel like there's somebody at wwe that's like oh this didn't work well there's all this other shit going on nowadays too like and this was like when even when WWE is pulling big numbers like yeah you had baseball and all this other stuff like contributing to this not being a show that people were watching like 3500 in attendance is small like that is tiny like, it's like i think see so much of it's blacked out too yeah i mean just a just a just an all around bad idea um you know and the other thing that uh bruce Pritchards mentioned on his podcast before is that um it, it's tough buying a pay-per-view that you don't know what's going to happen you didn't know you were getting triple h and Shawn michaels yeah so yeah some of it you didn't even know the opponents or you didn't know the stipulation so you don't really know what you're buying i i think what makes a hell of a lot of sense i mean now so i was gonna say you do it on a raw or smackdown but the problem with raw and smackdown is with the uh with the time differences, like, Raw doesn't air live for me on the West Coast. Right. So that actually wouldn't work. But a, a PLE, like, I, I don't – I mean, they're, it, it, they're doing so well with their PLEs right now. I hesitate to even say it. But, like, maybe you try that like a Peacock Special on a Wednesday night. And yeah, you say, hey, it's Interactive Wednesday or whatever, and – you do that and it's like that that to me would be i mean i would 100 watch it live vote like i'd be all in man like hey go on go on twitter and uh vote for each stipulation and you'll be able to see the results and you know i mean i think that would be cool as shit i i really would like that i feel like you know there's a lot you could do now um i i don't, I, I would really like to see you know well they got pick matches it, AEW, it's gotten tired with like it's fighter fest it's these different like weekly named shows that like weren't anything like it's like oh we're promoting whatever bullshit like at the end of the day though like it wasn't it wasn't like it was adding anything to what the show itself was and so i think to say hey yeah we're gonna like even test it on nxt Like get a fine, like get some more eyes on that. Like whatever you need to do Um, and say like, Hey, and do it for, you know, a week, do it for a couple of weeks. Like you don't have to even have it be like a wrestler's gimmick. Like, Hey, like do one match just to like, do it for something different. Of like, Hey, pick who I should wrestle or pick what gear I should wear. Pick what, you know, weapon I should like, just do something to add a little bit of flavor to it. Like, I feel like it's, that's what I was going to say is I feel like there's someone at WWE that's like, well, it didn't work the first few times, so we're not going to do it again. Like, the age we live in nowadays and how connected we are, like, when you're, like, not doing it, like, you know, like, share, retweet, like, you know, based on how you want to vote. And I don't care. Lie to me about how the votes went. Like, I don't need yeah. to know. But, like, also, like, do this. Like, you know, show that, you know, like give the fans something. Yeah, I mean, it had to be tough to like you said. I, that's a really good point too. But you didn't know what you were coming for. Yeah, yeah. But Raw Roll, saying, "Hey, pick my pick my gear. I got three options for you. What boots do I wear? Yeah, like yeah, whatever." So these Flair. Two, I can- mean, these two are really going at it. I mean, they're both bleeding. Randy Orton just did a crossbody off the top rope. Flair's gotten bumped off the top rope. I mean, they're they're really going at it. It's pretty it's good. Stiff match. too, like coming down on him yeah. pretty hard. Yeah i said i mean i was like if they're if they're going to main event i mean I, i'd imagine that this was i mean excluding flair's last match but i'd have to think this was the last time flair oof, i think this is the last time would would think one of this is one of the last times that flair headlined a show um now here's what's interesting is i i was like from a timeline standpoint i was like man i wonder if this was like right before you know his retirement match Dude, his retirement match wasn't until against Shawn Michaels. Wasn't until four years after this match. Crazy, dude. He had a long run. So you th- okay? So Flair came back. I mean, wait. Let me let me pull this up. Give me give me a second here. Yeah. So so Flair Flair comes back or comes to WWE in two thousand and one. Okay. January of t- 2002 was when he gets recruited by Vince McMahon and says hey we'll do one match and it'll be um it'll be uh uh it, you know Royal Rumble and then he did he worked uh Undertaker at WrestleMania that year that was all 2002 okay so this is 2004 but he went on and wrestled in WWE for 2008 so he had a a 6 year run of wrestling and he wrestled pretty regularly. It's not like, he, you know, I mean, he was wrestling like this pretty darn regularly. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, after 2008, he came out of retirement to do the Hogan uh, tour in Australia. Then he did the TNA matches in 2010 and 11. We've got a super crimson mask Orton too out there. Yep. Yeah. Both bleeding flair's trying to get out looks like people are looking up at the look at all that blood that's on this chair just from uh flair bleeding okay so now they're they're relocking the cage here pretty good match man Mm-hmm. <laughs> see ya Wow. Crazy. I mean, the fans were into it, man. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. I'm curious, the write ups were on that. I mean, God, I'm getting a ton of blood. That was only 10 minutes, but man, it's a hell of a good match? 10 minute match. Yeah. Good 10 okay. minutes. Solid. Okay. Good stuff. I liked it. All right. Let's get into. The Aftermath. Oh, it's time for The Aftermath. Well, what'd you think? That wasn't bad. Like I said, it, it was a-, a blood fest. Like, it's really what it kind of boiled down to, and it was the RK out of nowhere on that one. Um, but it was just kind of interesting to see. Uh, it was stiff. Like, you know, it was perfectly fine. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's like, it's just a really good match and we're always like you know sometimes you don't need the blood but like this one kind of needed it (laughs) okay so okay where do we got uh, kind of what happening on this one? Uh, if follow, if following this, you had Evolution, who, of course, we didn't even really talk about much, who was Triple H, Ric Flair, and Batista. They were put in charge of Raw after Eric Bischoff took the night off. Uh, and so just kind of stepped in. You had Triple H uh, granted Flair the match of his choice, and he wanted a rematch against Randy Orton uh, since he had lost that match, or this match, rather. Uh, Orton accepted Flair's challenge with the stipulation that if he, if, if he defeated Flair, he would get the opportunity to face Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship at Survivor Series uh, Orton did not get that as he lost to Flair um, but you had the traditional Team Orton um, Team Triple H Survivor Series Team Orton was Randy Orton, Chris Jericho, Maven and Chris Benoit taking on Triple H Batista, Edge and Gene Snitsky so uh, the winning team would be granted control of running uh, the show for a month and so the, and the winning members would get a week to be in each to be in charge of the program so you had Team Orton beat team triple h and so that's how uh they kind of ran the show for a little bit on that one so just kind of interesting um pwi orton number five in 2004 flare 30 cracking the top 30 good job buddy and so that's real nice um the torch on this one in the main event of WWE's taboo Tuesday pay-per-view, Randy Orton pinned Ric Flair in a cage match after an RKO. The bloodied and battered Flair then approached the bloodied Orton after the match and offered a handshake. After a pause, Orton shook Flair's hand. Flair then pulled Orton into a full hug, then raised his arm. Flair collapsed to one knee, but Orton helped him up. Uh, duh, 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 yeah, duh, duh. yeah. It could have been uh, also been an impromptu Flair moment that, uh, won't be now acknowledged on TV. Uh, yeah, yeah, who knows? Yeah, or, yeah, post-match scene suggested a potential break by Flair from Evolution. Uh, so two and a quarter stars on that one. This was by a lot the best match of the night, but overall, there was a thumbs down on this show. Uh, P- Orton pin Flair in 1035. Here's a trivia note. With the exception of Royal Rumbos, this was the first time Flair had ever been in the anchor position of a WWE pay-per-view, and it was the first time he had ever done a cage match in WWE. That can't be real. Like, there's no way. First cage match? I believe that. Uh, it was also his first pay-per-view main event since March 19, 2000 when he uh, when he drew a microscopic buy rate in the death doors of WCW for a strap match where he put over Hogan. It was pretty much a lock when they put him on last. He was going to steal the show. It was just an old-school cage match with tons of blood, and really that was most of the bout. Orton juiced first. It was a great brawl from both sides. Uh, Flair used the knuck shot for a near-fall. Orton came back with the RKO for a pin post match was even better as flair wield the spirit of terry funk uh of a terry funk turn he put out his hand for orton to shake at first the people didn't want to see it they ended up hugging and the crowd thought they were seeing something special three and a half so three and a half from our favorite stargiver dave Meltzer, and the torch on this one giving it two and a quarter so kind of a big discrepancy there but time what are you going to give this one i've got this at a six and a half okay I, so, you know, we've, what are we, we're at 220 or some matches now. I just, I, I, I like fast paced 10 to 15 minute matches, unless it's an all time classic. So yeah. that's sweet spot, you know, so I, I like it. It's entertaining. It goes fast. You know, we, we, there was never a dull moment in it. I like these like ten to fifteen. Really, really, I like that better than twenty twenty five. So I, I personally really like this. You can sit there and watch it and go, okay, that took ten minutes. I, I in an hour, I could watch you know four or five matches like that, including entrances. Yeah, which is cool. So I, I just, I'm, I'm very entertained by it. I liked it. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm, a, I'm going to give it a six. I think that. Um, to your point about like, I know even recently we've seen comments of triple H being like, Hey, like this match wasn't on the card because we want to try and keep it as a tight card. And so, yeah, I would rather have matches that they are given some time to breathe or on like, you know, fine. You want a 60 minute Kenny Omega match? You can find that. But also like, you know, sometimes like. You don't need your five star classics in the word in the words of Big E. Like sometimes you just want to watch two guys go out there and wrestle. And that's exactly what the, it didn't have any downtime. Like I get it was only 10 minutes, but like there was a lot of action and a lot happening in that 10 minutes. And also it told a story. Like, and so that's what it should have been. And so um just really good all around on that front. So yeah, I'm at a six. I know you're at a six and a half. So there you go. There you go. Good stuff. Plain and simple. So, yeah, yeah, real real good. I, I enjoyed it, man. You're you you continue to do a great job finding these matches that in a lot of cases I sure as hell don't remember ever happening. And you just yep. you, you know, you figure we're we're covering matches over like what, like a 35, 40 year period at this point. And yeah. now with all these shows and pay-per-views, and I mean the amount of content that is created, it's just it's wild, man. Yeah, so we got some good stuff lined up here too. We're almost. Yeah, I don't. It. I don't remember what. Else, what do we have coming up? Yeah, we're almost in November at this point. We've got next week. Uh, we're going to go back to two thousand. New, new, no mercy. You and I back in our high school days. Kurt Angle versus The Rock for the championship Ooh. at No Mercy. Don't remember that one at all. Well, I just, um, I just watched the Angle doc. Um, that yeah, was yep, me too. Yep, really good. Great. Yep, don't forget like him and Rock had a good rivalry. So I bet you that was a pretty damn good match. Yeah, so one that I did not remember, we know like Bret Hart and Diesel. Actually, it's a Survivor Series match from 1995. It was a no oh, DQ. that was a great match. Oh, yeah. I'm to cover. I yeah, I, I can't believe we haven't covered that one yet. That's the Diesel uh, heel turn. That was. I remember watching that live. That was a really, really good match. And so we got that one, and then we're going actually back to Taboo Tuesday next year, uh, actually 2005. But more than anything, we have a, a young uh, Jonathan Chena, uh Kurt Angle, and Shawn Michaels in a three way match, and so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Um, and then capping it off, we got some different stuff at the end of, uh, end of November. Should people should be excited? We got some ECW again. Again, I do not remember this one. Uh, you might Mickey Whip, uh, Whipwreck versus Steve Austin. November to remember 1995. Uh, but then also we're going to focus on, uh, we have going back way back in the coffee, another Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio Jr. match for the cruiserweight champion, world war three, 1997. So we are, we are packed through November. We got some good stuff. Good man. I'm pumped to cover it. And uh, we, we appreciate everyone listening before we jump off, plug our shit real quick. Yeah, of course. Don't forget manscape.com using that code payoff. You're getting 20% off and of free shipping, everything that you put in your cart. So Don't forget to use that code. Of course, we also see enter code right there at the checkout. Like you got to do it after you put load up into your card everything, but pay off just P-A-Y-O-F-F giving you 20% off and free shipping. Absolutely worth it. Don't worry about putting your email in to get like 10 or 15% off. Use our code. Then on the flip side, of course, too, that men's skincare, Caldera lab, whatever you're looking for, like whether it's, I know it's weird to say, but like eye care, skincare, it's important stuff. Like as we're getting all getting the older we're all trying to take care of ourselves we want to look good for our significant others make sure to check out their site also payoff use that code get you 20 percent off caldera lab.com that's it man great job yeah absolutely yeah good stuff all right well thanks everyone for listening we love doing this and we'll see you next week on an all-new episode of the Payoff.